unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. And today we have an exciting episode for you because it's something that I deal with quite a bit on my own, uh, but it's something that I genuinely help out my clients when they come to me because this is something that we all suffer with and it's something that we need to address right now. If you're going to have a kick-ass 2020 and you're going to have all these opportunities come before you, one of the first things you have to do is you have to get rid of negative self-talk. You know, the shit that bops up in your mind, like I can't, I, what if, and da, 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 da. You know, do you ever just like, feel like you shoot yourself in the foot before you even get started? Um, do you ever feel like, some of the people have told me, they go, Chris, I just feel like I'm plagued by these negative comments in my mind that I can't get rid of them. You know, do you ever find yourself doing that? Or do you find yourself saying stuff like, oh, I'll never be able to, or it'll be too hard, or, um, what if, uh, what if this, or what if I, you know, what if I do this or what if they do that or the famous one I tried before and, uh, yeah, um, I tried before and it didn't work. Um, or the other one, like I was saying, like, what if they, you know, what if they do this and what if they do that, you know, that negative self-talk that doesn't do anything. You know, some of the other ones I remember are, I doubt I'll be able to, or I'll probably suck or, um, maybe I don't have what it takes, things of that nature, you know, or I'm scared I fail, you know, I'm scared I'll fail. Um, those things, you know, come across in our minds and they don't do anything for us. Even the one that like, I was just thinking about the other day, I'm like, I'm too old for this shit. Went out and had a couple of good nights and uh, got to sleep late, didn't get my required, you know, eight hour sleep. And uh, I was just like, I woke up and I'm like, I'm too old for this. Um, this is happening and what this is doing is this is creating a self-fulfilling prophecy in our brains. Because if you have followed me for a while, you know that I say belief inspires reality. Now, I really want that to sink in. Belief inspires reality. So if you believe that things could potentially go wrong, then guess what? Your subconscious mind is going to try to look for those things. So in order for us to get forward and get where we need to be, have that kick-ass unstoppable 2020, we need to change our subconscious beliefs. And we can't do that until we recognize the fact that the negative thoughts are going on in our brain while we're doing that. Now, if you know me, seventh grade, homeless dropout, living in the backseat of a station wagon, earn my master's degree, what do you think I had to do in order to achieve that when people like my mom would tell me I'm stupid and you know all these different negative things? I grew up with that. I grew up that I didn't think I fit in. I grew up with a lot of different things. So my negative self-talk, even in my late teen years, was pretty bad uh, because I really didn't think I was gonna be anything but a piece of shit. And that's the God's honest truth. But fortunately with um, a lot of people in my life, a lot of people in my life, I've been able to create this kick-ass life. And, and more importantly, I'm able to share it. You know, that's what this is all about. This is what, that's what this podcast is about. That's what the kick-ass guide to life is all about. It's about taking everything that I've been through and I go through and trying to figure out a way that it helps you. Because if I go through it and I'm going through it at the moment, then I can sit there and at least tell myself, like, once I get through this, once I figure this out, then I can go help other people do that because that's what this is all about. This is all about paying it forward and trying to make the world a better place. Um, and one of the good things about me is that I always just remain curious in my life. I've always just been that kind of person that's kind of helped me figure out how to not be negative, right? So, I mean, I busted myself, I busted my ass for myself for a lot of years and read a lot of self-help books. And, you know, one of the biggest things for me 
is that I didn't want to repeat what my mom was doing. My mom was a good influence and a not so good influence on me, but I just focused on the fact that I can have a really truly kick-ass life if I am able to um, not be my mom. Um, so I read a ton of books. Uh, I watched a lot of successful people. Um, I did what, what other people weren't willing to do. And one of the things that I really noticed in what it takes to be a successful person, to be a happy person, is that negative self-talk because that we stop ourselves right before we even get started because, oh, you know, like I said, all those statements before, if those resonate with you, then I want you to really pay attention to this and I want you to take notes. And if nothing else, I want you to reach out so that we can kind of work on these things together because if I'm able to help you, then I'm able to help other people. So I take, for example, like the, 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 the term, I'll never, you know, you'll never unless you get started today, right? Well, I'll never be able to do that. I'll never be able to do that. Um, you're never going to be able to do that unless you change your beliefs. You're not going to be able to do that unless you start giving yourself reasons instead of excuses and you start giving yourself a chance. You know, how do you know you can't do something or how do you, if you, if you'll never be able to do something, how do you know that unless you get started? And also one of the most important things that you have to do is you have to get the right people around you. So if you sit there and say, you know what, I'm going to be the, you know, the top grossing podcaster in 2025. And all my friends tell me that's stupid, dude, you're never going to be Joe Rogan. You know, you need to get different people. So if, if you start out a statement like says, I'll never be able to get a podcast like Joe Rogan's and you don't have people around there like, yeah, you can. If he did it, you could do it. What did he do? Copy what he did and go through that, right? But if you sit there and say, oh, I'll never be Joe Rogan. I'll never have that kind of podcast. Then you won't. And especially if you have people sitting there saying, yeah, you won't. Nope, there's no way you're fucking stupid, whatever. Then you need the right people. And you guys have heard me talk about that quite a bit. Another one that we deal with is that, that it'll be too hard. Well, yeah, some things are hard. Some things in life are not easy. I'm so sick of everybody trying to figure out what is easy. I want to take the one pill. I want to do the one day course. I want to do that shit. Life is hard. Life is challenging. And the reason why we are here is the fact that we're here to learn lessons, to become stronger, to become smarter, to pay it forward, to make the world a better place. It'll be too hard unless you get started at it. Because like when you first did your first push up, yeah, it was hard. But if you kept doing it, if you started adding five pushups a week, you'd be up to a hundred pushups in six months. I'm just, that's not the real math, but you get what I'm saying. Things are hard when you make them hard. Things are even harder when you have a shitty attitude about them. And things are even harder when you keep telling yourself you can't do it or you've never been able to do it. Things are hard unless you ask for help. I mean, that is super important also. Um, but things, when they're hard, they're really, really worth it. Like doing an Ironman or doing something like that. When I rode um, Encinita to Ensenada to Rosarita Beach in Mexico, it was a 50-mile ride. And I started and I said, I'm not going to stop unless I go to go to the bathroom. And it was 50 miles, I think seven miles of it. No, two and a half miles of it was a seven and a half percent incline. I busted my ass, you know, and it was hard and I trained for it. But guess what? When I crossed that finish line, the fucking exhilaration in my body, in my mind, the high I was on for so much longer was well worth it. It was so well worth it. And the other one we say to ourselves is what if I? You know, what if I suck or what if I spoon it? What if I, you know, make an ass on myself? Then guess what? Hopefully you will learn from it. But the thing is, you know, when you sit there and you ask yourself, what if I blah, 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 then ask yourself that question right in the moment and say, what if I don't, what if I don't have this conversation right now? What if I don't take the job offer right now? What if I don't take this class right now? What if I don't go after my dreams right now? What is the, what, what's going to be the, the, the course of action after that? You know, so many people sit there and say, 
oh, I want to stay in my comfort zone and I don't want to take any chances, but I want all this glory and all this happiness and all this other shit. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen, you have to get out of your own way. You have to get out of your own comfort zone and you have to try to figure out, you know, who the right people are and, and working on yourself every single day. And that starts with this negative self-talk. Um, another one that I've heard con a lot lately is um, I tried before and right. I tried before and it sucked. Tried before and um, I didn't have the support. I tried before and I didn't have the money and I tried before and I couldn't get through it. I tried before and I couldn't stick with it. Whatever it might be, ask yourself, maybe this time's the charm. Maybe this time I'm just going to get pissed off just enough. I'm going to listen to Christopher Roush and maybe this time I'm going to get through it. Perhaps this time I'm going to get through it. You know what? What do I need to do differently in order to get through it this time? Another reason why maybe, excuse me, maybe the last time you tried and it didn't work, maybe you didn't prepare. You know, you have to take responsibility for yourself. If you're not prepared and you don't know what it is that you're getting into, then maybe you won't be able to finish it. Maybe it will be too hard. Maybe you overestimated your skills. So you have to make sure that you're prepared in anything that you're going after and have enough resources, but don't get stuck in analysis paralysis, of course. Um, and sometimes, you know, people just gave up too soon. You know, I sit there and I think about, I have a, a, a meme up in front of me that I keep in my office all times. And it shows the guy chipping away at the gold. And the one guy is like almost there and he turns around and goes, yeah, I'm not gonna be able to do it. And the other guy, it just keeps chipping away because eventually you're going to get there. I was just coaching somebody last week and I said, as long as you stick with it and as long as you continue doing what you're doing, yeah, the progress is slow, but you will get there. And it only takes one thing to be a breakthrough. And then all of a sudden you look back and you're like, fuck, now everything's a lot easier. Everything's a lot. I understand it a lot more. You know, something doesn't not, something doesn't become easy. That was once hard. Your frame of reference and your attitude about it. That's what changes. Ladies and gentlemen, your attitude about it, the negative self talk. You're like, yeah, it's going to be challenging. Yeah, it's going to be difficult, but you know what? I'm going to come out of it a better person. I'm going to come out of it a stronger person. I'm going to come out of it a, such a person. That I'm able to be able to give other people support, right? Um, another thing we deal with is what if they, right? Oh, what if they say this? What if we say that, you know, they're all similar, but they're just phrases that I remember in my brain. Um, you know, what if they don't support me? What if they laugh at me? What if they, I'm trying to think of all the different, what if they's, um, you know, whatever, whatever they do, um, then they're not your people. And I recognize that as challenging, but I am successful today because I have said later to a lot of people in my life. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I don't mean that anything. I just mean that, that at the point in time in my life, they weren't serving me. They weren't bringing me joy. They weren't building me up. Um, they could have been a time suck. It could have been anything else. And I keep changing. I'm constantly growing. So I know that I'm going to outgrow some people in my life, but I keep getting new people into my life. And that's the most important thing is not to isolate yourself, which so-and-so does right here. So, you know, I have to make sure I'm still around people. I have mentors, I have my coaches and everything. Um, but what if they, you know, just to have a mindset, if they, what if, fuck, who cares? What if they, I, they don't know impact on my life. Then you have to keep going for yourself. And guess what? Ladies and gentlemen, I have experienced proof on this, whether I've coached people or done it myself. When you get rid of that, what if they, and you just do it, guess what they're going to do when you do it? They're going to be like, Hey, how did you do that? What did you do? Who did you talk to? Who was your coach? What happened? Because now all of a sudden you're exemplary. All of a sudden you're like, Oh shit. I mean, when I think about, um, you know, some people just don't know what the facts are. 
Um, for example, my wife always thought that this was a hobby of mine, like speaking and coaching and um, my podcast. Everything. She goes, oh, it's a hobby. And sometimes you make money at it and whatever. And this was years ago. And so I thought she doesn't understand enough. She doesn't, she's not educated enough. So I took her to an event where they talked about, you could become a speaker, you could become a coach, you could become all these things. And it was the funniest thing because she was sitting next to me in the seminar and she looked at me, she goes, oh my God, babe, you can make a lot of money at this. And I'm like, yeah, I can. So in doing that, I opened up her mind because she would sit there and she would be not negative in a bad way, but she'd be just like, oh, you know, how are you going to do this? And what about this? And what if you this? And how are you going to do that? And blah, blah, blah. You know, trying to keep it real for me. But at the same time, once she saw the opportunities there, then she was on board. Then she's like, oh yeah, you could do this. I could work with you. And you know, just the magic lit up. So sometimes you have to get those people in your life that are like naysayers and they're negative Nellies and they're, they're solid in their comfort zone. Sometimes you need to get them out of there and get them, get them educated so that they really understand what it is that you're doing. And more importantly, you have to have a conversation with them to say, Hey, listen, I need your support. I don't need your jokes. I don't need you to protect me. I need your support because I'm going to do this with or without you. And I'd love to do it with you. But if I can't do it with you and without your support, then maybe this is where we kind of, you know, go our separate ways and do our own thing because I'm committed to do this. I'm not going to change my preferences and my desires just because you don't feel I can do it or you don't want me to do it because you don't want me to succeed at something because it's going to make you feel like shit. You know, that's just kind of like the inner shit that goes on in our brain. Um, without even recognizing it because that can, that's that negative self-talk. Well, what if they do it? Sorry, I have something in my mouth. Um, it's kind of hard to talk when you have something wrong. Uh, I'm not going to edit that out either. Because uh, that's life, right? Sometimes we have shit in our mouth when we talk. Uh, you know, you have to ask people for help. And, you know, this is why having a coach or having an accountability partner is so important because they're going to catch you. You know, week after week when you're talking to somebody, you start building those skills and you start, you say something to your coach, you say something to your accountability partner and they go, hey, 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 you know, put a rubber band around your wrist and say, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, another one I just popped into my mind was, oh, the last time I tried, you know, that's another thing. Well, the last time I tried it, this, that, and the, they try to come up with these defenses, right? And it's like, well, the last time you tried, you were in a different space, right? You know, here you are trying it again or thinking about trying it again. What do we have to do to continue to get your head in the right space and not in the what ifs or, Oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda, anything like that. Maybe you weren't as committed. Maybe you didn't plan enough. We just talked about that. So when you think about that last time I tried, maybe tomorrow you're going to say, yeah, I tried yesterday and it was still hard, but Hey, I got through it. Hey, you know, I learned another thing, another aspect about that. So I'm going to go back and try again. I'm going to go back and try again. I'm gonna go back and try again because that motherfucker's not going to beat me in anything that you do. You know, when you, when you think about unstoppable, people love me because of my energy. They love me because I'm direct to the point and I have a heart of gold, of course. Uh, but I just tell it like it is. And that's, that's the, that's what you need an accountability partner for because your friends and your family aren't going to tell you how it is, or they're going to tell you the tragic end of all of it can be because you know, that fear, that, that comfort zone kind of stuff. Um, you know, the other one, like I'll probably suck. Yeah. You probably suck. When I did my first podcast, when I had my radio show for the first couple of months, I kept asking myself, why am I doing this? This is hard, you know, fucking dealing out with the technology, you know, and having internet connection issues and all that other stuff. And I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm not going to do it anymore. It's too much of a pain in the ass dealing with scheduling guests, but you keep doing it. You keep doing it. That's how you become that Joe Rogan. That's how you become whoever it is in your life that you aspire to be like that has the life that you want. 
then you have to put yourself in, your, in their shoes and kind of think about what it is that they had to do to get through those humps and hurdles and stuff like that. And don't give me the shit like, oh, well, they have money or they have this. Then you need to get resourceful and figure it out because being unstoppable means you have to have that grit. You have to have that passion to not give up in anything that you're doing if it's that important to you. Again, if this goes back to your legacy, which you guys heard me talk about a ton of times, um, then you know you have to hang on to that. You can't give that up. And I know some days, even for me, some days I'm like, God, why do I do all this? You know, dealing. I'll be honest with you. Sometimes dealing with coaching clients is very challenging. They're paying you a lot of money and you have to be tough with them, but then they come back at you and they get mad at you and you have all this shit or they have all these excuses and you're trying to tell them stuff and they just like, they hang on to those excuses and they're just like, you know, sometimes I get off a coaching call and I'm like, okay, how am I going to handle this one? Uh, but then I just stick with it and I just really try to understand where it is that they're coming from, where the fear is coming from. And I know in those situations with those people, I have to take smaller steps because they're so like, these are my excuses. I'm hanging on to them. Um, so I have to work with them a little bit more, but I'm just saying that sometimes I even question myself, like, why do I want to do this? I can just go do a nine to five job every day, get my check, go home and do whatever, you know? Um, what if I fail? Yeah. Everybody's going to fail. You know, the failing is the, if the failing part of that is when you stop, you know, falling down is not the state falling down is not the failing. It's when you stay down that you have to get back up. Um, sometimes, you know, you sit there and what if I fail? Then maybe you gave up too soon. What if I fail? Maybe you don't have the right people. I mean, do you see the similarities in all these things? It's all about being resourceful and it's about taking responsibility to the person in the mirror who is guiding all of these voices and all these beliefs, right? Um, you know, another one, some people say, oh, maybe I don't have what it takes. Then go get what it takes, right? Um, in some situations, you know, if I wanted to have Joe Rogan's podcast tomorrow, that I don't have what it takes right now to do that. But if I sit there and make it a realistic goal and I chip away at it and I say, okay, in four years, I want to be in this spot. What do I have to do working backwards in four years to be like that? Do I need to get an agent? Do I, what do, how do I do that? And maybe I don't reach Rogan status, which is not my goal, by the way. Um, I just like helping those who are interested. If it's 30 million people, great. If it's 20 people, awesome. That's what my life is about. Um, when you think you don't have what it takes, then sometimes we have to equal it out by getting a partner. Like for me, I like to work alone. I'm not really big into collaborations or JVs. I've had a bunch of people approach me on those over the years. And I just like what I do. I like to be responsible for my own shit. But like, if I wasn't good at tech, if I wasn't good at something else, then, you know, instead of investing a bunch of time to be good at that, then you get a partner and you get somebody who's really good at that and you're good at this and you guys meld. And that's how you make those successful relationships. That's how you make those goals move forward in your life. You know, there's so many others. I doubt I'll be able to, or the last time, or, um, you know, maybe I'm scared. I'm, I'm scared. This is going to happen. Um, one of the, one of the activities that I really want you to guys to do, and this is where you put pen and paper is I want you to write all of the supposed mistakes and failures you've made in your life. You know, all the big ones. And just write down and just ask yourself, what was my perspective at that point? What was my belief at that point? And maybe you could sit there and you could try to envision how you can give it a different perspective and meaning now. So say, for example, you tried something and you failed and you were miserable or you were embarrassed. You know, well, how can you reframe that now? You reframe that now like, okay, that was one way of trying. And fuck, I tried it once and then I gave up. So how do you expect to get better? How do you expect to achieve your dreams if you try it once and give up? Oh, see, there I go. I suck. Oh, there's the proof. I did it. 
oh, I suck. I'm going to go back to doing my other miserable shit and my short-term gratifications and fuck my life up and then have a shitload of regrets later. Yeah, you know how I am. So you got to change your perspective and your belief. Lord knows, I mean, again, going back on my own life and all the different tragedies and things that I've had to deal with, you know, if I had a shitty belief or a shitty perspective, I would be in the corner of a fucking drug addict or I'd be dead or in jail. So you got to make sure that you're like having that right, um, that right belief in your, in your mind. You know, I sit there and I got a lot of thoughts coming through my brain all the other times. Um, another action you can do, and I've done this quite a bit of times because I used to model myself after Tony Robbins and not in that I would copy him, but I just liked the way he explained things. You know, when I read the giant, the awaken the giant within, I was like, holy shit, this guy talks my talk. This guy has my passion. This guy has my straightforwardness. And this is before I even knew Tony Robbins cussed. Um, so when you think about what it is that your idol does, um, I want you to know that success is repeatable. So as long as there's a roadmap to what it is that they did, you copy that roadmap and you stay in there for the long haul. You don't sit there and go, okay, I'm going to give this a shot for a couple of months. If you have a dream and you're passionate about that dream, that may take years, even to a point I'll share with you. Here I am recently, I've jumped from my job and I'm doing coaching. I'm going to get into speaking heavily next year, putting together my signature keynote, going to go shop it out to all the, you know, symposiums and all that other stuff, the higher speakers, they do that in a year in advance. Um, so I'm really like looking at what do my heroes do and copying that and staying in it for the long haul? Because sometimes I sit there and think, you know, like, fuck, am I going to be, am I, I mean, there's more speakers now than there ever has ever been. When I spoke before, there wasn't a lot, let's just say. But now everybody's chiming to be a speaker and everybody's chiming to be a coach and everybody thinks they're a consultant and all this other shit. Um, success leaves clues. In some situations, you have to act as if. And this is a big one. Sometimes I actually, I waver on this one. Sometimes I say, you know what is a, um, what's the word? Uh, um, not imposter syndrome. Well, that's part of it. But, you know, act as if. So if I was acting as if I was a high paid keynote speaker, how would my actions be? What thoughts would I put out there? What kind of actions would I be taking now this year to set myself for success next year? Maybe it is that, you know, I would find all the meeting uh, organizers, all the event organizers this year and start connecting with them on LinkedIn and just having little conversations and they could see my post. And maybe next year when they got my application to be a keynote speaker, they'd be like, oh fuck, I've learned about Christopher Roush this year. You know, if you act as if, and then there's a greater probability of you achieving that without being an imposter, without trying to be, oh, fake it till you make it. That's what I was trying to think about. If you're trying to fake it till you make it, there's a certain aspect of that that works, but act as if, I like that. That's a little bit different. Act as if, act as if you were the person that had that new job promotion. Act as if you were that person that didn't have the negative self-talk. How would you feel, right? If I just walked up and pushed a magic wand on your head and said, hey, how would you feel right now? And I actually did that with myself earlier. Earlier, I was like, God, I'm tired. I got to record my show. And honestly, my energy just wasn't there. And I'm like, act as if. Act as if somebody just called you right now and gave you a $25,000 a speaking gig. How would you feel? You would immediately go from like tired and uh, to like, oh my God, yay. You know, it's just about what we put in our mind. It's about the belief mindset that we put in there. That's the most important thing. So I also encourage you, this is, the, this is a high tech goal. Or this is a high tech suggestion I have for you but just put a rubber band around your wrist, put a rubber band around your wrist. And when you catch yourself being negative, when you catch yourself saying, Oh, I suck. Or, oh, there I go again. I want you to snap it. And I don't want you to lightly snap it either. I want you to snap it. And I want you to say, stop that. So you sit there and say, Oh God, I suck. I want you to snap it and go stop that. You don't suck. 
Maybe I just have a bad day. Maybe I don't have the information that I need. Maybe I'm just going off a pre-written program I've been working on for the last 20 years, right? We can't expect ourselves to change overnight. So it's ridiculous. So put that rubber band on and, you know, immediately use positive language sit there and say, you know what? I don't suck right now. I just don't have all the information or right now. I, maybe I tried too fast before I was prepared, you know, figure out what's the real reason before you just give that blanket reactionary statement like, Oh God, there I go. I go it and want to go fucking eat bonbons and watch, you know, 17 hours of Netflix. That's not going to get you to where you need to be. You have to go through this. Like I said before, life is hard. And hard can be fun and challenging because that's what we're here for. We're here to learn new lessons. We're here to learn new things and to create new opportunities in our life that didn't exist before. And I'm living fucking proof. If I could do it, you could do it. And I am doing it. I am doing it. That's why I try to be really transparent with you guys um, to let you know that some days I'm not feeling it. Some weeks I'm not feeling it. Sometimes my long-term prognosis on something isn't there. But then I go back into my coaching side and I tell myself, Chris, you're there. You keep making progress. You have to stay with it. Maybe it's something that's going to happen when you're 62, you know, 12 years away. Maybe when I'm 62, shit's going to happen. But guess what? Hopefully I turn 62. Hopefully I get another 12 years. Um, and then just imagine, okay, from 62 to 82, I'm on fire. You know, we sit there and we want the immediate graphic gratification. Otherwise we go to Netflix or booze or sex or shopping, fuck whatever it might be. Um, you have to catch yourself and you have to make sure that you're not giving up on yourself because sometimes things are going to take a little bit longer, but if you're blessed enough, you're going to get there anyway. And if I get to 62 and I look back and go, fuck, if I hadn't given up, this is, I might be there. It might've happened at 55. It might happen at 63. You never know. But as long as you keep going for it, that's why we're here to learn and progress. And maybe you do get to a spot where you're like, okay, I've tried 1700 times. I think I'm going to give that one up. I applaud you because sometimes people don't give up people. I'm going to become the next American idol, you know, and there's 62. It's like, no, no, you're not. You, you got to give that up. But maybe if you want to sing for weddings or you want to sing for special events, maybe that's something you can do. So that's a moderate balance in life and you still get to enjoy your, 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 your hat, your hobbies, but maybe you're not, you know, at the, at the peak. Some people want the peak or they want nothing at all. And I love working with those people too. Um, so, um, you know, another aspect that you can do, and this is something I personally do, um, is I watch or I listen to some sort of inspirational or motivational content every day, sometimes 10 times a day, um, just to keep myself in line because I can stray. You know, I'm one of those people that can go around the rabbit hole, around the toilet bowl, and my thoughts can go negative pretty quick. Um, so like, for example, the, the video by Steve Harvey, it's called Jump. It's a minute and 52 seconds, I think, or something like that. Um, what an amazing video. And I encourage you to go ahead and, um, excuse me, uh, take a look at that video. If this is Tuesday night, we're in the live chat. I'll put the link in there, but if you just simply type Steve Harvey jump, he's in a parking garage and he just talks about that. So when I'm feeling like down, I can watch that minute and a half video and be like, holy shit. Yes. You have to jump. Yes. Your back's going to get scratched up. Yes. You're not going to, your parachute's not going to open right away, but guess what? If you don't jump, it's never going to open. And that's the gist of it. And it's just a beautifully put together video that has zero production. It's just him on a cell phone in a parking garage. But man, has that got impact? Another one I'll share with you that I've been listening to a lot lately. I think it's 20 minutes or 12 minutes. I can't remember. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the speech that killed the internet. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the speech that killed the internet. I think it was something like that. Uh, what a fantastic, you know, minimum amount of time you can spend and get such an 
important. I want to be able to do these things. I will be doing these things because it's so inspiring to me. It's like, look what this guy did. He came from Austria. He came, I'm going to be a bodybuilder. I'm going to be a professional champion. Couldn't even fucking hardly speak. Became bodybuilder champion. I'm going to get into acting. I'm going to be a leading man. Boom. He did it. I'm going to get into politics. He did it. You know, and he talks about that. It wasn't always great times. So he talks about his approval raving approval rating as the governor. Right. Um, but when you start listening to those stories and you remind yourself of those stories constantly every day, you know, make it a point that you get up in the morning, you spend 15 minutes and you watch a couple of videos or you listen to them on your way to work every single day for 365 days. You would probably be so annoyingly positive. It'd be fucking brutal to be around you. But again, it's all there. It's all, it's all free. It's right there on your phone. All you have to do is just like go for it. Um, and then you start getting more positive ideas and you start hanging on, you start being around those people. And also you catch when you're around other people that are so negative, like, Oh my God, you know, the next four years is going to suck. And Oh my God, what's going to happen? The coronavirus and Oh my God, you know, fucking shut up. Life is beautiful. Fucking people are amazing out there. Stop watching the fucking news and just do your own shit. Right. Um, you know, get an accountability partner. You guys heard me echo that to death. If you don't have one, you know, hit me up. Maybe I could be your accountability partner. Maybe if you don't have enough money for a coaching, maybe I can do something like that and help you along the ways. Um, the benefits is both, but that way you can call somebody and say, you know what? I'm having a negative moment. I'm down right now. I can't figure it out. And I'll admit I do a shitty job of that because I think I'm the master motivator. I'm the guy that has to have all the answers. So I actually need to work on that one. So when I put this out there and I watch this video back and I listen to it back, then I know Chris, you have to do a better job of that because you can't constantly keep fighting and throw it on your own. And that's just the way I am. I'm stubborn. I'm like, Oh, this is juicy. I have to figure this one out, you know, and I got to go through the crap and figure out, okay, how do I build myself back out of that? Um, but most importantly, when you get an accountability partner and you get, or get a coach, you have to let go of your ego in favor of getting stronger and listening to somebody, right? You know, your way has not worked. So now you're listening to somebody else's advice before you shit all over it with your excuses or, you know, your, you know, I've already done that. Why don't you just say, you know what? Hey, listen, what would, what advice would you give to somebody who's perhaps tried that twice? You may even just say it like I tried it twice and I didn't make it. Well, maybe I should try seven more times. Right. Um, but you got to take your ego out of it because that's really super important. I see people when I'm coaching them and that's one of the things that I have a difficult time coaching people. That's why I'm very limited on who I coach. If I, if somebody comes to me with a huge ego, then no, no, thanks. I don't want to, I don't want to even go there. Um, because I have gone there and it's just not an enjoyable experience because those people hold on to that shit so tight. I think for them, they just want to go tell their friends and family, Hey, I've got a coach, but they really don't want to change anything and that they want to like be right or be happy. You know, it's another thing I got to talk about. Um, what else is there? Um, at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to drag this on too long. At the end of the day, just do something and get started, right? You know, get started, pick something, have a plan, do some research on it, do a, do a significant amount of research on it. Know what, you know, even Google, like, um, what are some things to watch out for when becoming a, a professional speaker? What are some things to watch out for when starting a business? What are some things to watch out for when online dating, whatever it might be, just go do some research, have a, a list of like, what ifs, and then sit there and identify for yourself. Okay. What if this happens? What am I going to do? How am I going to respond? Not react. How am I going to respond to the situation if it does come through? Okay. I'm going to take it as a learning opportunity for me to get better. I'm not going to take it as a, Oh shit, there it goes again, because I'm done with that. Right. 
We have to keep an attitude of excitement. You have to have this, this discovery, this playfulness, like we did when we had, when we were kids that they didn't give a shit. You know, it's like you fall down, you got back up and you started walking again. The old adage, you know, what would you do if you, if you gave up on trying to walk? It's just, you have to keep doing and you do it and you just get a little bit better every single time. I constantly do that with this podcast. I'm constantly trying different ways of doing it. Um, you may not notice it, but I do it. Um, and it's just little things that I do to kind of make it fun for me and to figure out what best method works to, for my type of personality. Um, another one you could do is biographies, autobiographies. You know, I love watching Abraham Lincoln, uh, Theodore Roosevelt, Tony, I mean, anything, anybody that inspires me is to watch where they went from nothing to something. Arnold Schwarzenegger, that's another one. You know, those keep me inspired because those are everyday people just like us that have, have been able to invest in themselves and stuck with it and gotten over their own shitty language up in their head. You know, um, you, if you do these things that this will bring you compounded success, right? So if you have accountability, accountability partner, um, if you watch motivational content every day, if you give your stuff different meanings, all of these things build on each other and they give you that little bit of confidence every single day that, Hey, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Hey, you know, it may not work out, but guess what? I'm going to learn from it. You know what? This is exciting. This isn't dreary because at the end of the day, when you get through something that's hard or you stuck with something, and you committed to it, even if you don't win, you still win because you went through it and you did it. And you know, that's being kick-ass unstoppable and maybe you go through it again, but the most important thing and the most important asset of this particular podcast right now is the fact that you are in control of the things you tell yourself. And I, I strongly urge you to identify that language, write it down and give it different perspective or give it a different meaning. And I promise you, your outcomes are going to change. There's no way about it. All right. So hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you do, uh, make sure you like, make you, make sure you share it. Um, right now we're having some challenges with where the podcast is appearing. Um, it's not showing up in iTunes right now. So, um, moving forward, we're going to have it on my YouTube page as well so that you guys can go there and you can access it for free. You can listen to it, or at least you can watch it there. But anyways, I want to say thank you guys so much for sending me notes on Facebook every day. Um, watching these podcasts, listening to them, sharing them, having the discussions on Tuesday night in the Ron and scripted Facebook page. Cause I'm there every Tuesday night and chiming in with other things that I forgot to say or answering your questions. So, Yes, this is a work in progress. And every day and every week that I come back here with another episode, I'm getting stronger. So I love your feedback. Let me know. Hey, the shows are too long. Um, you know, you want guests. I'm actually going to start having guests on there. It's something I did in my previous radio career where I, two and a half years, I interviewed a guest every single week. Again, positives and negatives on that. So I was like, okay, if I'm going to do a podcast, I'm not going to interview people because I don't want to deal with that aspect. But at the same time, I do miss interviewing people and kind of digging in deep. And to be totally transparent, sometimes it's really challenging to sit here in my studio all by myself, talking to this little dot on my computer and relaying all this information to you so that you enjoy it. Because I'm not going to sit there and do little segments and edit. You don't see any edit marks in this. This is all raw and unscripted. It's all from my brain. Um, and I'm just here every week just to make your life better. So let's just be iron and sharpening iron with each other and making us a, a better package all together. All right. I love you guys. Peace out. Christopher at ChristopherRoush.com, R-A-U-S-C-H. Make sure you go to ChristopherRoush.com, sign up for the newsletter. Make sure you're getting all the up-to-date information on the new group coaching that's coming up, the webinar I've got coming up for you, um, and anything I could do to help support you, right? I love you guys. Peace out. Until next time, stay kick-ass, Cincinnati.